Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Let's just say the guy makes $50,000 a year. So 25, you got a tax bill of $25,000 versus a tax bill of $260 million. It's like crazy money, right? Jesus was saying to Peter, he's saying to you and me, your father doesn't place limits on forgiveness. Why do you place limits on forgiveness? Are you placing limits on your forgiveness towards others? As you listen to today's message from Pastor Robert, he shares with you the importance of forgiving others who have hurt you. Jesus died on the cross to forgive all sinners. Ask the Lord to help you to forgive those who have caused you pain and sorrow. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 18 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. The other day I watched a little short video. It was a a police-involved shooting in another state. And it was actually the body camera video of one of the officers, or two of the officers, I guess, that they put together. But they were, they were called to a situation just in a subdivision, a residential neighborhood, where there was a guy with a knife threatening people, and the officer gets there, and he gets out of the car, and he you know pulls out his handgun, and he's walking toward this guy with the knife, and the guy with the knife starts walking toward him. So he's telling the guy, drop the knife, drop the knife, drop the knife, he's backing up. And he, as he's, he's backing away from the guy, doing what he was trained to do, trying to de-escalate the situation, trying to calm the guy down, trying to get the guy to to drop the weapon. And the guy's not dropping the weapon. He's moving aggressively toward the officer, even though the officer's got his gun drawn. And he keeps moving toward him. This officer, he's backing away for more than 100 meters. The whole time, he's yelling at the guy, drop the knife, drop the knife. And, And after a while, this command presence changes to a pleading. Man, just drop the knife, man, drop the knife. And then finally the guy starts running toward him. So he shoots him several times. And he he gets on his radio, shots fired, subject has been hit, I need fire rescue, whatever. The guy jumps up and attacks him, tackles him, after having been shot about three or four times. And Now you hear the officer screaming and you see the camera from another officer as this young police officer thinks he's about to die. Guy's trying to take his gun away. So the other officer shoots him. Now, 
I'm looking at this, and, and it, it, it made me think of what many Christians do with regard to spiritual warfare. So often as Christians, we yell and scream at the devil while continually giving him more ground. We're, we're backing up, yelling at him, backing up, giving him more room to operate in our lives, yelling commands at the demonic enemy, hiding behind the name of Jesus, but all the while not actually living in submission to Jesus. So in reality, they're giving the enemy more claim, undermining themselves by making choices and embracing attitudes that are more in agreement with the enemy than with Jesus, which invalidates their use of his name. We've been working our way through the Gospel of Matthew, and uh, we find ourselves now about halfway through chapter 18, and there's yet another interaction between Jesus and Peter, but, you know, this is probably, the, I think this is the last one in, in Matthew, and once again, Peter, you know, he's probably confused. He, he definitely comes up short, um, but, but I want you to notice that Jesus was teaching Peter and the apostles and us, if we're paying attention, a very important lesson in spiritual warfare. He was teaching us how to live under his spiritual authority and how to take back an area in our lives where many times we have given ground to the enemy, given him an advantage, if you will. In Matthew 18, 21, the Bible says, Peter came to him, came to Jesus and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? Jesus said to him, I did not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And when he'd begun to settle accounts, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. But as he was not able to pay, his master commanded that he be sold with his wife and children, all that he had, and that payment be made. The servant therefore fell down before him saying, Master, have patience with me and I'll pay you all. Then the master of that servant was moved with compassion, released him, forgave the debt. But that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. And he laid hands on him and took him by the throat saying, pay me what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down at his feet and begged him saying, have patience with me and I'll pay you all. And he would not, but went and threw him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what had been done, they were very grieved and came and told their master all that had been done. Then his master... After he had called him, said to him, you wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Should you not also have had compassion on your fellow servant, just as I had compassion on you? And his master was angry and delivered him to the torturers until he should pay all that was due to him. So my heavenly father also will do to you. If each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother, his trespasses. You know, the rabbis in Peter's day said that if you forgive some guy three times for the same thing, that's good enough. It's on him after that. You don't have to do any more than that. So Peter probably thought he was in pretty good shape, right? Seven times. And, and, and Jesus said, no, Peter, no, 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 no. You're looking at this all wrong. Now, commentators say that there's some disagreement about, about what Jesus actually said. 70 times 7 or 77 times. 
But once again, that's one of those situations where the academics get focused on the wrong thing. 77 times, like in the same day about the same thing, it's, it, or 70 times, it's irrelevant. The point that Jesus was making is Peter needed to stop counting. You and I need to stop counting. In the illustration that he gave, one man owed the king more money than any of them could have imagined. You know, I was, I was looking it up, just trying to figure out what would that be in today's money, and it depends, was it talents, because that's a weight, was it talents of silver or talents of gold? You know, what, what, what was it talking about? You know what I realized? Even if it was just silver, the amount of money that we're talking about, it, it, it would have been more than, like significantly more than, scholars say all of the taxes for the region of Palestine were in that day. The, one of the articles that I read indicated that the Roman governor of that province, the Roman governor of Palestine, would have been required to gather and pay to the emperor 800 talents per year. So this was like a governor of a region who hadn't turned over the tax money for more than a decade. And the king says, hey, you, you owe me 10,000 talents. Where's my money? And he's like, I don't have it, but I'll, I'll find it. I'll pay it. Forgive me, you know. But then he goes out, and there's some farmer that hadn't paid his taxes for a few years. He owes 100 denarii. One denarii was one day's pay. So 100 days pay. So if you think about it like that, now let's just say, I know, you know, in today's world, it's kind of weird. Who knows? Let's, let's just say the guy makes $50,000 a year. So you got a tax bill of $25,000 versus a tax bill of $260 million. It's like crazy money, right? Jesus was saying to Peter, he's saying to you and me, your father doesn't place limits on forgiveness. Why do you place limits on forgiveness? That's the message. Your father in heaven places no limits. He's not counting. So why are you counting? His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Matthew. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please. 
prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David, and thank you for joining us today to study Matthew. Join us next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.